Yo, how's it going, guys? Christian Loza here with How It's Done Podcast. I'm here with a really special guest, uh, Lin Fan, aka BC. How's it going, man? Going great, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, of course, man. So, for those out there listening and watching that aren't familiar with you or your work, tell us what it is that you do. Uh, I am a hairstylist. How did you first get into hairstyling and then eventually like make your way into the industry? Like, tell us that story. Um, I've told her so many times. <laughs> No, it's all good. No, nah, so um, I dropped out of college at, you know, 21 and uh, started bartending. And I was bartending up until about 24. And I feel like 24 is like a really, you know, special age because that's kind of when you start to figure out what it is you really want to do or find what it is you want to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was lucky enough to have found something at that special age. I was given an opportunity to bartend at a grand opening of a salon. Okay. So I had no desire to do hair, um, but I was given an opportunity to bartend because that's what I was doing at a, a salon's grand opening. And from bartending, they thought that I had a really good energy and really good personality and asked me if I had a day job and if I wanted to make extra cash to sweep hair and shampoo hair. And I took it because I didn't have a day job. So I was you know, sweeping hair, shampooing hair during the day. And bartending at night so that was like my hustle for the first couple years and I just really fell in love with the industry and wanted to just see what I can do with it and again at 24 didn't have a direction of where I was going so hair came about and I just kind of took it and was like okay I guess this is this is gonna be it that's cool man yeah. so so were you like completely self-taught or, or did you go to school for it or how did I, you I went to school mm -hmm. and um I had a lot of amazing mentors. Um, That's always key. <laughs> yeah, a lot of amazing mentors to teach me, you know, a lot about the industry and the creativity of it just kind of came about, you know, exploring the craft, exploring the art and kind of mixing and matching all the things that I learned to create what it is that I do. What's your take on like the, the importance of, of, of going to school? Like, are you an advocate for it or do you feel that somebody can just be self-taught and that's it like what's your stand on that um definitely school does it teaches you the basics yeah and I, I do recommend school for you know hairstyling but there are ways to get your your license and become legit by apprenticing under somebody but you know there's only so much one person can teach you yeah you and, and you feel like you got a little bit the best of both worlds right you went I to did. school and you got good mentors. i really did yeah. and you know with that i try to teach my my staff and a lot of my uh, apprentices like as much as i can yeah. because some of them didn't go to school yeah. and i understand that and it's 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 hard to try to cover everything for them so there's like a crazy science i'm i'm sure like involved in like hair coloring uh, uh, how do you feel can you explain like how you feel like you've like mastered that for lack of better words? Yeah, so hair coloring, it's definitely science and art at the same time. Uh, we break open the cuticle of your hair, go in, do what we need to do, and close the cuticle back up. So it's kind of cool if you think about hair in that, in that aspect, you know. Um, going in like a surgeon, doing what we need to do inside the hair, coloring it, changing the color, and then kind of sealing it back up cutting it, shaping it, it's it's fun, man. It's, yeah. And every single situation is different. So you have like the problem solving aspect, you know, we like to solve problems all the time. So yeah. every single client in your chair is a different problem. 
it's never the same. It's There's like a yeah. lot of scenarios and a lot of different oh, yeah. things that you can yeah. do. And being human, we'd like to solve problems. So yeah. it's like very rewarding when somebody comes in and has issues and you have to, you know, assess the situation and give them exactly what they want and they walk out happy. It's not yeah. just like a cookie cutter on paper type of problem. It's like a person. How do you feel that you've like set yourself apart from like everybody else that's doing it? Because I know it's like it, it, a lot of people do it, but I feel like you've 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 really like made a name for yourself and like how do you feel that that you've been able to like set yourself apart from from everybody i think staying in my own lane mm -hmm. the kind of believing in the the overall idea of what be seen is and i will probably get into that a little bit later yeah taking a lot of risk um 150 every single day you know not giving up on anything just kind of Going focusing on that. focusing on that and just not letting any anything else distract that and you know it's like the hustler mentality you just got to keep on going yeah man yeah. that's a good good uh, words to live by or a good way to yeah. live by <laughs> every day yeah dude yeah. hell yeah so let's talk a little bit about BC uh, your company how did that that for like the name first come about so the first couple years of doing hair I was practicing uh, in my basement like just practicing the, the creativity and like really trying to master what hair does when you lighten it and stuff. And I was practicing on a lot of these girls that were seen. Mm -hmm. Seen is like a culture that is almost like punk rock, like emo type girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I was practicing on these girls and guys, like just coloring their hair, chopping up their layers. Just going crazy Just going it. crazy. <laughs> and they were like perfect because they were young and they just wanted to do whatever. So I really got to practice on that. And a few years into you know, doing hair, I needed a brand and I needed to put a name to what I was doing. So I kind of went back to the beginning and I remember like the, all those scene kids. I was like, <laughs> where you started? <laughs> yeah, dude, be seen. That's yeah, it. That's and, awesome. Man. You know, I quickly went on Instagram and I can't believe I was like, dude, it's available. You know, signed up real quick. And then like, that was it. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. That, I like how it can be seen like in both ways, like be seen. Be seen yeah. Be seen, you yeah. just said it yourself. <laughs> so currently, how many people are on your team? Like give us just sort of like a quick breakdown. Yeah. So you know, when I started, it was just me, uh, and then I got an assistant, and then it just kept growing. The assistant turned into a stylist, and then me and that stylist needed an assistant, and it, the operation just got bigger and bigger. And now we're a full-functioning salon with, like, 30 staff. Mm -hmm. wow. We have, you know, a management on salary. We have front desk staff. We have general assistants on payroll. We have interns, apprentices that, you know, come in to work for free and learn while they're still in school and then we have like stylists so it's like a whole full-blown that's cool yeah. and you said like 25 to 30 ish people yeah, yeah around there that's cool man yeah is there something you like look for in a team member and, and is there like a process for the, for them to kind of join like the the team it's interesting a lot of I've, i i hear a lot of people are intimidated or scared to come and you know like they dream of working at the bc and hair salon right yeah but they don't take that risk to like reach out because they already just assume that they're not going to get it. It's that scary step that yep. a lot of people don't And it's don't funny, take. it's not even like talent or like look, it's how driven you are and how passionate you are. And if you come up to me personally and just like, I want to work here, dude, you most likely are going to get the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that, that's balls. That's you know? the scariest part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even just a, a message like DM, like shoot me a DM. Just like I'm interested in working at your salon. 
That's it. And let's see what you got. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing that happens is no. Yeah. But if you don't try it, you'll never know. Yeah. So is there a, sort of like a style or a persona that you look for in an employee, or just somebody you? Can we are. Good we stuff? are. We are edgier. Yeah. You know than the normal. You know, and we're fashion forward, progressive in the trends. So definitely like someone into fashion, into makeup. Yeah. And like it they gotta have a, that like look. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it comes with like you know we're, you're getting into the the beauty industry. You want to look. You know, a certain way. Yeah. So, do you put your th- your team through like training, or do you train them? Like, how does that? Do you tell us how that works. I'm sure it's a little bit of both. Yeah. What's cool is, you know, a lot of the stylists that work there have been trained by me. Were my assistants. They were my right hand for years, and now they're like, you know, the lead stylist at my salon. And being an assistant, you get to learn from me. You get to learn from other stylists that I trained that do things a little different now. Now that they've they've grown away from me taken on their own techniques and you know the the staff gets a taste of like everything so it's like a, a constant growing uh, you know yeah yeah because you can never grow too much and no. learn too much yeah. like it's always All everyone's evolving yeah. so you have to evolve your team with you mm-hmm. That's, traveling meeting people you just even still to this day i pick a new technique all the time that's awesome and then i'm sure you like relate it back to your yep. team so that they can grow with exactly. you or whatever yeah. so speaking of like growing and learning and stuff you don't do walk-ins as sort of like a way to like protect your team's like creative feel like can you just like which i personally think is super cool um can you tell us like a little bit about that yeah so the idea i had when i opened this salon was to take it and put it into like a warehouse that's away from the shopping center. Mm -hmm. A shopping center, foot traffic, people just come in, don't even know who you are, and just want regular type of hair, you know? Yeah. This day and age, this era, it's not about like foot traffic or shopping centers are, you know, easy accessible. If you want something, you go to it. Yep. If you want a tattoo on your arm, you're not just going to go to some Joe Schmo in a shopping center and a tattoo we shop. get this, yeah. Yeah, no, you like do your research, you go on social media, you do your thing, and you go to them. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's an hour away, two hours away. This is like your representation of yourself. Yeah. You know, so I wanted to protect the creativity of all the artists in there because that's what I want for myself. I want whoever comes in that door, sits in my chair, to know what I do and who I am mm-hmm. and respect that, that creativity. Yeah. And doing this, it allowed my stylist to kind of do the work that they want to do rather than take on clients that just want normal things. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. But no. that's just not what you're about. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to have a full book of just like, you know, normal type of hair. And the next thing you know, 10 years from now, I'm just going to be like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, you want to, you want somebody to like, like go in there and just get like a to- like a cool experience and to just sort of get like, yeah. you know, something different, mm-hmm. not your typical exactly. like, yeah. like haircut or you're like, obviously you want to be your own. Exactly. Yeah. And the people that do find us, that do want normal things, they're pretty interesting too because what brought you here? Yeah. Something brought you here. And if you've been watching us, following us, you're more than welcome to come in. That's our walk-in. Our walk-in is somebody who does do their research and just kind of comes in and heard about us. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome to come in. I took it off the, you know, the beaten path because to protect that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just a normal person just walking in. But we do have walk-ins, which are the people that do come out of the way to find us. They're like, <laughs> how did you even get here? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you found us somewhere and you walked in our door, dude, you, you yeah, know. Come on in. Yeah, come on in. You know what I mean? Because I, I put it, I, I hit it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for those who haven't had the B-Scene experience, uh, what, what can they expect? I mean, you drive up to a warehouse that has like four garage bays and you 
there's like barely any signage, you know. You you're you there because you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. So you park and you just walk up to this warehouse, and then the thumping of the bass that's inside the warehouse, <laughs> you hear it as you park. You open the door, you walk in, and then it's like people everywhere. That's cool. And you're like, what the heck, you know? Because <laughs> there's nothing going on outside. It's quiet. Yeah. But you know, you have you know 25, you know beautiful people walking around working on people's hair everyone's having a good time you know it's the dogs running around the kids are there it's it's fun that's cool man. yeah and, and, I, and I was looking at pictures there. you guys have like that that big mural mural right? by yeah. um done by no kings uh collective in dc they're amazing they do a lot of street art 14th street you, you can see their stuff all over yeah. dc and this area so that's cool were you, were you just like run with it or did you know what you wanted on there I had an idea of what I wanted, so yeah. I did. Like wording-wise, you knew. Yeah, I did shop around, mm-hmm. and they came with like an amazing, you know, presentation. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was looking at like the pictures, and I was like, "That's like really cool." It's, it's cool, like, man. It's not it's typical, fun. and it's just yeah. like totally awesome, man. Yeah. So, dude, Thank so you. process is always like a very important, uh, an important thing with art. Uh, so when somebody comes into your studio, like personally wanting like their hair done, whether it's like with you or one of your stylists, what's that process like? Uh, consultation is yeah. a very important thing. Uh, really understanding the person, their lifestyle, what it is they really want, and there's the difference between realistic and just you know, dude, you just, you just can't have this. There's no way. <laughs> Not possible. There's maintenance. There's pricing. You know, yeah. we don't just like do hair once and then let them go. It's, it's like, like a, a maintenance. Pro- it's thing. like an evolving. Yeah, process. it's it's beauty. You know, these girls pay you know super high dollar, dude, every couple months. And it's a lifestyle, and yeah. you kind of have to let them know, like, yeah, we could do this. I can do this for you all day. I do this all day. Yeah. Are you ready for the maintenance? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the lifestyle? For the upkeep of it. Everything, yeah. yeah. So uh, do people sometimes come in with, like, inspirational pictures, like, I saw this, I want this, and does that help? Or do you, oh, do yeah. you ever have to talk someone out of it? Or do you just kind of just, if it's their hair, and, like, we'll do this for you? Like, is yeah, it yeah. sort of like a... Yeah, you, again, you see a picture, they want it. <laughs> The, the girl is on Pinterest and is edited and all these things. And then, you know, ethnicity matters too. Yeah. A white girl can go super platinum, like Elsa type hair. An Asian girl has a hard time because her hair is dark, it's thick, it's been pre-colored. All these things come into effect and it's a fact that they just can't have it. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of let them know, like, it's not possible. Yeah. I will fry your hair. <laughs> her hair will come looking like your hair <laughs> if I try to, you know, push it. Yeah. There's like a... You know, a fine yeah. line between like really just integrity of hair and like. Yeah, you have to find like that balance and sort of just be like open about uh, because you want them to be like happy, but you yeah, also don't want to like destroy their hair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who's been your biggest inspiration like inside and outside the industry? Man. Like, there's got to be like one that's like in and then like outside yeah, it, could just be like life in general. Well, get, getting into Instagram and starting like social media and stuff like that, definitely, you know, there are a couple of stylists that really inspired me to to get like that b-scene look that i wanted um colorist uh, at guy tang mm-hmm. he's you know world-renowned amazing colorist and on Tran from beverly hills he's a cut and uh, he cuts hair mm-hmm. so his style is like more bg lived in type hair so mixing the two is really what i wanted to to like my look to be yeah, and, like uh, a super cool hybrid of that exactly yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah, edgy, but, like, still soft. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. What about, like, just life in general? Man, life in general. Like, there had to have been someone who taught you, like, to hustle and to just keep doing your thing? or was Man, it I think just... the hustle comes with, with inside. It's like that killer instinct, like, yeah. you know, I got to survive type thing, you know? But 
I have a lot of mentor, mentors that taught me a lot about business and the industry and I think, I think just from life in general really inspired me to keep on going. Cool, man. Yeah. It's always good when you have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good, good people around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, dude, if you had to pick, like, one tool uh, that you use, like, you know, every day or in your career uh, that's, like, your favorite, like, what would it be? And, like, Dang, I, wish, I wish I would have bought it, huh? <laughs> so I, I, there, there's a company called Framar. Yeah. Um, they're based out of Canada. It's another worldwide brand. They do a lot of tools. And I collaborated with them about two years ago. Oh, wow. To create a brush. And um, they let me create it. They let me design it. Um, they released it and let me name it. That's you know. awesome. And yeah. you use it to this day? I, the entire salon <laughs> uses it to this oh, day. Yeah, okay. and people around the world use it. Um, do, you, do you, like, sell it at your salon or no? I don't sell it at my salon. Oh, okay. It was a, a collaborative thing, and I didn't, like, I didn't expect them to put B-Scene on it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the B-Scene brush. A lot of people call it that, but it's... I, they, I named it. That the sounds em- kind of cool, though. Yeah, the emperor. It's, like it's the emperor brush. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's a cool name. Yeah, it's a it's really cool looking, and um, it's sold at stores all across the world. And, wh- and what year did you do this again? A couple years ago. Okay. It's out. It's out. It, re- it released last year, but we. Oh, I'm sure it was like a lengthy process to get it. Yeah. Like, what yeah. you wanted and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. What, so, what's your favorite service to perform, and and is there anything that you like don't like doing anymore? Because I know like I want you know you've done it all, but is there something that out of all your services that you just prefer to do or no now no? it's just kind of like a i i do my thing my clients come in it's, it's nice to see and meet new people yeah and i think that's where like i get the most like um satisfaction is just meeting people and talking to them the hair part comes easy now oh yeah yeah that's just like you've been doing that forever now it's just like yeah it's easy now it's fun it's, it's still it's still hard <laughs> it's hard work it's lengthy it's long yeah Luckily, I have an amazing staff behind me, support staff, to just make it easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I enjoy meeting people and talking to people and traveling yeah. and stuff. Dude, what I think is, like, super cool is that you, like, have been doing it for so long and you have your own thing, but you also still, like, do the actual, like, thing. I'm still there. And you're running the show. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you see that always being a thing or do you want to eventually ease off and focus on... I mean, going the at the rate that I'm going, I mean, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to die early, man. But I... I'm still a hairstylist at heart. Yeah. Um, the whole owning the salon thing is new, so I'm still learning how to be a business owner, a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm still that same guy in the basement doing hair by yourself. Yeah, by yeah, myself. Yeah. So I built a salon that I, as a stylist, want to work in, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what BCN is about. Yeah. So, dude, on the topic of like educating and training, you do like a lot of classes and seminars at your studio. Um, how did you first get into doing that? I was super inspired when I was hired to go teach um, independently. We bring a different type of education. Yeah. I don't represent um, a manufacturer. You know, I'm not going to tell you that Nike shoes is the best because of this and whatnot. I'm going to tell you what I do and why I do it, and these are the things that I use. And whether somebody wants to use it is up to them. It's up to them. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, don't, I don't come representing a brand. I come representing like myself. That's the difference between like independent education and getting education from a manufacturer. They can like shove product down your throat. Yeah, and you're like almost forced to buy it and it's not really like organic. Or exactly. Like so now when, you know, I have a staff like this that are, you know, eager to learn, I bring in educators that I've met through travel, through Instagram and stuff, and I bring them in to teach and tell their story to re-inspire my staff, you know, and it's just an amazing 
type of education that yeah. you just don't get anywhere else. Yeah, and a lot of the times, like, these classes are, like, super big to where you don't know everybody, so I'm sure that makes it fun too, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you know, I'll invite an educator from the West Coast and promote it, and you get people driving, flying, and it's like they just walk in the door on a mm -hmm. Sunday. That's cool. What can somebody expect from one of those classes, like, uh, that's never been? And depending on the educator that, you know, we bring in, you, we can have... Um, a female barber coming in that's badass. Her name's Stagel, 31. Her name's yeah. Sophie. Okay. Really good friend of mine. You guys follow her. Um, she will tell you her story, and she does, like, fades. Oh, wow. And she's sponsored as well by all these companies, and she uses all these awesome tools. And then you have, like, colorists that will teach you, like, different techniques. You know, it just all depends just all on depends. the... The, the educator that we bring in and do you do you sometimes host them at your studio but then you just like sit down and watch and just are there or do you do you always get in on it and teach yourself like how does that work so when I teach I teach my staff in the mornings okay. like just just them uh -huh. for my staff but I've only done one class at my salon uh -huh. like open to like the public um, do you, you know? see yourself doing more of those or myself at my salon uh -huh. Not too much. Not too much. Not you too just much. more focused on growing your like growing your them team and, and and myself and yourself absolutely. But I do a lot of teaching on the road. Okay. Yeah, that I do a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, what 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 could like like tell tell us more about like a recent class that that, that you've done like your your last one like was it yeah yeah, yeah um we had a blonding and braids class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember yeah. that scene on your, yeah, on your Instagram. Yeah, that was you know, sold out. I had about you know, 40 people there. And it was an amazing class. Everyone learned a lot. I learned a lot. I'm using those techniques now every day that I learned from that class, which yeah. was just a couple months ago. And you guys had like two special guests or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. we had um, at Maggie MH, who's my girlfriend now, and Antonio Estrada at Estrada Hair. Uh -huh. Yeah, so he does a lot of braids and she does a lot of blonding. That's cool. And it was like completely sold out, and I'm sure it was a good Yeah, it was time. sold out. It was, it was huge, yeah, because yeah. we bring 30 people. And they sold 40, so it was like 70 to 80 people just like wow. in there. That's awesome. And man. we have such a huge space where we can. We can do that. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. And you guys also do like fun events, too. Like, tell us about your Halloween party. Oh, <laughs> that man. <was> cool. <laughs> I, turned the, I turned the salon into a little haunted, like, little, little thing. And it, was, yeah. it was cool. It was fun. That's fun. Yeah, man. I definitely was drunk before it even <laughs> opened, so like, it was yeah, hard to keep it together. Yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We had a Halloween like, party. We had, like, you know, yearly. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's always important to keep like your your, keep your it going. team fam like family and close yeah. and yeah, we have try. fun. We try and work hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, dude, speaking of classes, you were part of the the butterfly cir uh, circus. Tell us about that and what it was like traveling with all those people. That was that was one of the first groups that took all the independent educators that were like blowing up on Instagram at the time and like getting us into a group and like doing one huge event every couple months and it was just, like. Hundreds of people that would just come out buy tickets. Were there? Were there? How many stops were there? Were and like where did it go? Um, it. I think we hit like a good ten cities. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's cool. We did a good ten cities, and that was my first Experience? taste. Yeah, that was it. That was like one of the first ones when you know hair got really crazy on Instagram. And like, I'm sure you like made some good. Get connections oh, yeah, and man. all that stuff. With oh all yeah, those I still talk to some of those people every day. Yeah, I remember when I was like reading up on that, I was like, that's such a cool like. Thing that for your first that was that was thing. three three years ago and you know we are all from different areas and you know and that was the beginning like the forefront of like independent education and 
influencers in hair. Yeah. So now we all work with different brands and we're all like sponsored by different people. But at yeah. the end of the day, we all remember like that beginning. Yeah, yeah. where it all started. Mm-hmm. So we'll see each other like, you know, some of them I don't see every, you know, so often. But when I do see them, like, you know, yeah. you know killing it you know congrats like on everything you know it's cool to watch everybody just like do their own thing that's awesome that you guys Mm -hmm. had that chance to do that and that like they brought everybody together like that Mm -hmm. so dude something that's been very important to your brand and success over the years has been social media you've gotten like a really big following on it how important has social media been to your career dude it's so important it's like almost everything yeah i would not have a salon if i didn't have instagram that's swear to you (laughs) <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Nobody would work for me. You know, I wouldn't be traveling anywhere. Instagram literally changed my life. 180 degrees. And your up. brother told you to do it, right? My brother told me <laughs> to do it. I was just working out of my house, and he's like, dude, get an Instagram. I was like, it's whack. You weren't a believer at all. No, right? he was like, just do it. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And then I did it, and now it's basically what drives my my yeah. business, yeah. What What was it like seeing, like, that impact, like, firsthand? Were you just like, damn, my brother was right? <laughs> Yeah, and just seeing it grow, you know, still to this day, I'm, I'm just so surprised, you know, when I do travel and I, people like, you know, want to take pictures and stuff. Yeah. Landing in Russia or Ukraine. That's so big. Yeah, it's huge. They can't even speak English, but they, they are they super inspired. Yeah, they, yeah, they follow, yeah. Yeah, it was super cool when I was doing, like, my research on you. I was, like, all these people that I went to, like, high school and college and, like, car friends are like following you and stuff and i'm like whoa yeah i still get you know i still they pop up every once in a while so what are some tips and tricks that you have or advice you have for someone who's looking to grow their like hairstyling social media following is there anything that you oh yeah so i mean i think it's really important to figure out what it is your like what your look is you got to be different you got to be an individual on social media especially now it's so um saturated you know, and I came in at a very good time. I came in early. Yeah. You know, and all about timing. And I and I, and I like being real. I don't want to be fake and just let let them tell them like, you know, you will be famous one day. Man, it's getting it's getting hard out there, and you know, influencer power will die down. I think pretty soon. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole getting you know monetizing. It's tough. It's tough now. There there were there was a good time a, a little window, but. Right now, I really recommend people practice their craft, figure out what l- your look is, what you want to specialize in, and stop worrying about like the followers. It's so easy to get caught up in that. So I know, easy. I know, I know. I, you know, <laughs> I, I a lot of my hair friends in you know other states are like, man, like it's hard right now. I'm like, dude, just focus on what you're doing. And the rest will come. The rest will come. You know, I'm I'm already ready. Getting my, preparing myself for the end of this period. And people yeah. are like, you're crazy when you say that. I'm like, dude, just wait. Every Watch. good thing was coming to an end. Watch. Or change drastically. Yeah, but when it does end, what did you do or what have you done with it to prepare yourself for the end? To make, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the end goal. Yeah. There will be an end. Yeah. Not to social media, but monetizing influencer power. Like, yo, I'm BCing. Pay me, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that. That whole thing is gonna die down. Mm-hmm. So, I'm already planning. Prepare for that. Do you yeah. feel like you're always like a step ahead with with everything that you do? I mean, you almost have to be, right? You have to be. You have to be. Yeah, I mean, dude, every Instagram and social media is a platform for everyone to get in. Yeah. So you really got to be like 
forward thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll just kind of fall into like the mix of things. I feel like that's like super important. It is. It's very important. A lot of people, and again, they get caught up in, you know, no one likes my stuff. (laughs) I don't have any followers anymore. Like, dude. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. Dude, so one thing I have to admit that I really, really, really like about like your social media page is that like it's a page for your business, but it's also like your page. Mm -hmm. Like it's cool how you've managed to, to make balance that out. Was that, and like you're like the face of your brand, yeah. but it's also like your page, like, you know, sorry to be repetitive, but like, it's cool. Like, yeah. was that always like your intentions or did you ever think like, let me keep a page for myself and then a business, like, but like you, you, you like make it work and it's super cool. Like, I, yeah. I just, my Instagram page is like another full-time job, so mm-hmm. I don't have time to do it for the page. No. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's cool. You like. You made it work, dude. It's so cool. And what I like to tell people is, what's most important to you? Yeah. And I'm a super career-driven dude. Like, if I just stop doing hair, what am I going to do? Yeah. So I just put all my energy into work, which can be good and a bad thing at the same time, you know? But I'm super career-driven, so all my energy goes into work. That's why I have one page. Everything goes into there. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude... Speaking of like marketing and putting your work out there and your brand out there and stuff, so we met through like a mutual friend, Mark Enriquez. Yeah. How did you guys first meet and like start working together? Man, I've, I, I almost don't remember the first time I actually met him. Yeah. Like, I'm sure we met a few times before we actually like started working together. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's through cars. Um, <laughs> a lot of people don't know. I, I'm like super into cars. And um, when I went to school, it was because I wanted to like design cars one day oh, that's wow. why i went to like try to go to college but oh, that okay. obviously didn't work out um yeah and you know he started like popping up uh with his photography and i never worked with a, a professional like photographer before so it kind of just like worked you know yeah um we clicked super fast and we had the same idea ideas on art and being passionate about what you do and trying to grow and make money off your passion. Mm-hmm. So it worked. And I feel like you both have like the same sort of vision and hustle, which is which always goes like hand in hand. Really oh, yeah. With yeah. creatives. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. How do you feel like his work has like and his art has like helped your brand? You know, you always I can't just like take pictures of my phone. I do a lot. But sometimes you just want to like get someone else's perspective and view and like have him like you know run with it exactly mm-hmm. exactly and you know i'm all about helping people obviously i got you know a staff and i'm always trying to like inspire artists and like help them at whatever they need to do and i i i want to travel myself so i knew that one day we wanted to go to la yeah and i think he told you told, told yeah, you the yeah, story yeah. and um i could tell it again for people that you know didn't watch that one so just a few years ago you know i was like Man, like, you see these girls right here? One day, I promise you, we're going to go and do their hair. And you're going to take pictures. And <laughs> he's like, no. I was like, just wait. Just give me some time, and I'll, I'll make it happen. And it happened. You know, like, all these import models, all these fashion bloggers, they all need their hair done. So I hit them up. I set it up. I went to L.A. I had a company pay for Mark to go with me. Yeah, so they paid for him to come shoot. That's awesome. And then he met, he met them. They followed him, and then now they have their own relationships with him. And I feel like I'm good. You know, <laughs> like I, I connected it, 
and I'm happy that you know he's doing what he's doing with them, and you know at that that point in time, it was meant to happen that way. And it and it seemed like you guys had like a good time. And oh, of course. All, that's all, mean, that's the most important part. East Coast boys going to LA. I mean, of course, <laughs> it's a fun time. Do you work with any other like creatives? Um, I try. Yeah. I try to explore like and videos. Like, dude, video. Like, every day shooting video. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, man. Like. Video editing, every time I see it, I'm just like... It's so hard. Dude, yeah. No. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah. so, so Mad Props, a lot of video people, graphic designers and photographers, they have their whole, you know, the whole thing. And yeah. I really respect a lot of artists, like even street art. I really respect the people that did the art in my salon. Yeah. Like just watching them do it, the process was crazy. Yeah, I like that you you like, you bring creatives together. Like yeah. you had somebody like... I'm sure you had like somebody design your interior. You had somebody mm-hmm. do like the wall. You work with Mark, like... You, you just have that, like, vision, and you know, like, the importance of, like, art. Dude, a lot of people does. don't know. I built I built a lot of that salon yeah with my own bare hands. We put it together. We built the front desk. We built the stations. We put the wood on the walls. I did a lot of it myself because yeah. I do like, you know, getting in there and yeah. being handy. Yeah. And, and it shows that it's, like, your style and your Yeah, and it, it definitely saved on cost of building, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So, dude, as, as an artist, it's, like, important, to, and it's great to be backed by, like, the products and brands that you use and support. So you've been working a lot with, with uh, uh, Schwarzkopf uh, Pro. <laughs> dude, I had to, like, keep saying that. It's, it's so German. Schwarz, yeah, Schwarzkopf Pro. So most recently, you just did, uh, you, you were part of their, like, Angora takeover campaign. Like, for those that aren't familiar, like, just, like, tell us about that. So Schwarzkopf is a huge huge color color line uh, I'd say top three color lines in the world uh, and I've been using them since the be- since you know I was on Instagram so being able to use a color line pick it apart and make it to what I needed to be I think that's what attracted uh, me to them um, they saw me doing all these like crazy colors and they're like you know we didn't make this color line to get these colors how is this kid doing this yeah. doing this with our color line so they reached out to me really early and they're like man we love what you're doing with our color whatever, whatever you need just let us know so at first it was just like spot, super casual yeah, yeah supporting me and like whatever i needed and then it, it a, you know first class flight to germany to see the headquarters wow. that was the first trip i took there they showed me the lab things like that and they had all these like ideas that they can do with me and then Next thing you know, like a couple years later, I'm like designing a color yeah. for them. It, it's, 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 I can't, I still can't believe it to this day. But the line comes out this fall. It's been about a year working on it. You know, they have tests in the lab and the shades that I created. Mm-hmm. But it will be released this fall. It's called Nocturne. Okay. Uh, not a lot of people know. People know now. But it's still not released. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you had to like keep it on the wraps. Definitely. Because there was a lot of like altering and making it perfect oh yeah and definitely and it's called nocturne and it's like dark deep chic very gothic looking um really cool i'm, I'm super excited for the That's for the awesome. launch yeah are you guys gonna like carry it at your salon oh yeah we're, yeah we're we're mostly short scoff color there cool man mm-hmm. that's awesome and then tell us about the agora takeover campaign like what yes. was what's is that still going on or is it yeah so agora agora <laughs> is the actual color yeah so short scoff is a color brand agora is the color line and this year they did an Agora takeover. Like it's called a Royal takeover. It's called Agora Royal. That's like the line. And three main lines, like collections, launched this year. And mine is the last collection to launch. Okay. And with each collection, they partnered an influencer and a Schwarzkopf 
platform artist that works for the co- like the actual company mm-hmm. paired us together to create these lines. So I was paired up with um, her name's Rasa. She's from Canada to create the Nocturne line. And she works for Schwarzkopf. She right? works for Schwarzkopf as a platform artist, awesome. and that's what's cool. They have like I technically am not a Schwarzkopf employee. I'm just an influencer. So they paired us together. So you have best of both worlds. Congratulations. Thank you. Too, by Thank the way. you. That's awesome, man. Yep. So they've also featured your like, you're also like popping up on like their YouTube channel and stuff a lot, right? With with like showing off like how yeah. you use their products and stuff. Yeah. Like tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, included in the first class trip to Germany, <laughs> obviously he's not going to come with no work. So <laughs> when I was there, you know, I was definitely working. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So they had me in the studio doing videos and like doing models and just playing with color, um, getting comfortable and talking on camera, that's, things like that. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm sure that was like a dream come true. Man, yeah, it's, it's still surreal and it's been so crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm just taking it day by day and just seeing where this all goes, but it's definitely unreal. Dude, so another product you're like, you like heavily backed and you're also like involved with is uh, Brazilian Bomb Builder. Yeah. Like, tell us a little bit about that for people who aren't like familiar and what it does to someone's hair and all that yeah jazz. so a brazilian bond builder is a, a bonding additive that mm-hmm. helps keep your hair intact when we do ex- ex- intense lightning uh, you're breaking bonds and your hair will snap so adding brazilian bond builder into your color and lightener will help hold that hair together um you know i was w- one of two main uh ambassadors of that line so and that was like two years ago three years ago oh, okay mm-hmm you, so you weren't involved in like the creation of it and stuff. No, no you're just like no. a have big influencer with that. Yeah, as well. I was I was number two. Awesome. Mm, That's and, cool. and my friend um, Ricky Zito, Hair God Zito, was number one. Okay. We both came in together. And do you always use them? No yeah, always. Yeah. Okay. That, that's really cool. And man. I always believe in like you know, remembering who was there to help you at the beginning. And they and these you're two, loyal. Yeah, to them, these two yeah. companies like are huge in the industry. And for them to like back me, support me, it's like. You know, again, a, yeah. a dream come true. Yeah. 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 And that's cool that you're, like, loyal to them and, like, you were using their stuff before they yeah. even, like, made you an influencer. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. So another company, too, that you're involved closely with is Behind the Chair. Yeah. Uh, tell us about them, what they do, and then how you first got linked up with them. Well, they're a, p- a, p- a publication, and I'm, you're, you're really familiar with publication, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Um, you always want to be good with the publications, you know, especially someone huge like behind the chair they've been so supportive reposting my work getting my name out there and you know they are the number one hair publication i'd say in the world you know especially on social media the social media presence is huge 1.2 million followers now yeah they're huge i was like looking at them and i was like yeah they do shows they do education and just again getting connected with an amazing you know magazine i mean that's kind of like your way into the industry right, yeah. and you're familiar yeah absolutely that's yeah. the best way to sort of just like get yourself out exactly there. yeah yeah publicity publicity yeah. yeah how did they first reach out to you just reposting oh okay yeah and that you know still to this day even though like i work with them closely they repost my work on their page i'm like oh snap <laughs> like dang i repost and i'm like yeah. around like yo look i reposted you know <laughs> and they support my staff too i mean we have amazing artists and and at, at B scene, so having you know a good relationship with behind the chair, they constantly repost yeah. a lot of our our staff, and same thing with present Bomb Builder and Schwarzkopf, because like it's all like one. Big it's all one thing, thing. Yeah. because I'm teaching them, and they are they want to like grow in social media as well. So the constant 
hashtagging and tagging these lines and brands, they start to notice, like, damn, the BC crew is, like, killing it. Yeah, so, that's, that's, that's badass, man. They host a show every year, too, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the, the behind-the-chair show. show. Yeah. yeah man, and and you, have you been a part of it in the past? And if so, like, how? how so? Yeah, so they have this, uh, this award show. It's called the One Shot Awards. Um, I think this is, like, the fifth or sixth year coming up this year. And what it is is it's a show. It's the third year. Third year this year. It's an award. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I just burped. <laughs> no, it's a show for uh, influencers, you know, giving us a chance and opportunity to get an award. You know what I mean? Yeah. The industry back in the day were all about big names, big brands, you know, creative directors of like all these brands, and us little people didn't have a chance doing hair out of our it's house. A good, it's a good voice. Yeah. yeah. Getting, doing hair out of our house, no one's going to know who we are. So the one shot awards were for. The influencers on Instagram to inspire each other, compete, like good competition, like to grow the industry. Yeah. You know? And there's categories just like the Grammys. I'd say it's like the Grammys for hair. Oh, for hair, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's it's like awesome. Really good energy. Have you been nominated for stuff every year yeah, so I, far? So far, I've been nominated um, every single year. Yeah. Um, I walked away with the uh, color color of the year in 2016. Nice. Yep. So that was like a huge category for me. I got nominated three times in that color category but still you took home the what the what counts right yeah. i took i took home the big one <laughs> and um i got nominated last year but a few times and didn't win one but my assistant at the time donna Ooh. she won student of the year and that's a really good award too that it, that award is that's like rookie of the year kind of exactly yeah. it's like the assistants battling each other you know what i mean like and and how you enter is just hashtagging you hashtag your picture and the category and whatever category falls in, like the one so you shots, be like active. yeah, it's one sh- the student student category. So you hashtag student category. Your picture yeah. goes up, and hopefully you get selected. Out of thousands, you're like a finalist. So she got nominated. That's huge. Yeah, out of the entire world, fifteen thousand entries. Wow. So she got selected. So there was like twenty nominees in the student category, and man, when they. When she won, dude, that's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. That's big for your brand. Yeah, and, and the, the presenter was the winner of last year's student winner, who also works in our salon. Oh, cool. She didn't work for us at the time, but her name is um, Megan. She won 2016 Student of the Year, and then we got 2017. So we have two Students of the Year nice. working at, under one roof. That's cool. Sick. Hopefully yeah. you guys take some awards this year. And, and that's the thing. Like Now it's like a thing. Like The student one, like we want... The next one, you know what I mean. Yeah, so all the assistants are like, every, no, award show season comes, the entire salon They're is just like, focusing on that. Award. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every category. So their show coming up this year is in San Antonio, Texas, yep. right in August. Yeah. Uh, and you're a part of that. Yeah, I just got news. You just got invited. Yeah. I just I just got news uh, last week. You know, Schwarzkopf hasn't been a part of the show for a couple years now, and um, this year they're switching it up, and it's like on main stage, jumbotron. And I was selected to like lead it. Yeah. So I mean, it's huge. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. That's it's awesome. huge. Are you yeah. excited? Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, That's awesome. Super excited. Man. That's cool. And are you taking your whole team or a, a few people or how does that normally? I'll take work? I'll take a few yeah. a few team um, like assistants with me. But if you get nominated, it's a free ticket into the show. So nice. hopefully, we get nominated. Yeah. Like when do you guys time. find out like who gets nominated? Maybe in a month. I think. Okay. A month and a month and a half. Like everyone's like, super eager and anxious. Yeah. <laughs> 
Lynn, when are they going to announce it? Like, dude, I don't know. I don't work there. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. So, dude, let's talk a little bit about lifestyle. You get to do quite a bit of traveling. What's been your, like, favorite place that you've traveled to so far, whether it's work or life? Like, man, international has been pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, because the companies get to fly me first class. <laughs> I mean, international first class is, like, legit. You know what I mean? And constant back and forth, like, I flew, I flew Emirates business class. Wow. That was sick. I mean, you know, it doesn't get better than that. Again, it's still so surreal. Yeah. Um, getting there, walking around. I went to Russia, Lebanon, Ukraine, Germany. I frequent Germany now. Cause, cause of Schwarzkopf. Cause of Schwarzkopf, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's been crazy and meeting all these people, making connections everywhere. Cool, yeah. dude. What about domestically? Like, where do you where do you like to travel? Like, when you're in the country. I really enjoy LA. I know that's like. I know I hate it, but it it's, it's growing on me definitely. Just the weather, man. Oh, I know you can't. Yeah, the it, weather man. is so good. Yeah, that's yeah. badass, man. The like, past couple times I've been going, I I take the last day and just go to Laguna Beach, chill, no hair, no work, no entertaining anybody. Just Literally, chill. just chill. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. And your girlfriend's out on the west coast too. My girlfriend's right? on the west coast. She awesome. lives in um Arizona. Cool, man. Uh, yeah. So. And she does hair as well, right? Yeah, she yeah. she took home um a BTC one shot award last year, Ooh. 2017. For um, platinum, that was a huge. That's like her thing. Right? Yeah, but platinum. that was platinum category was a huge category last year, and yeah, she walked away she with it. She took it home. She took it home. Yeah, award-winning couple. Sick. <laughs> that's it's awesome. So crazy. Yeah. That's badass. Mm -hmm. So on the on the topic of traveling, is there any places that you're yet to go to, but you're just Asia? Buying? Yeah. Asia and Australia, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm going to Vietnam in November. But that's not for work, it's for pleasure. Nice. But man. I definitely want to hit up Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, I've never been to either, but I've always heard like Asia is just like. Would Place. you ever do? Would you ever? Would you go out there just for fun or to do hair? Or you haven't decided? If you were to go. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. 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 Just to relax. I actually, I actually don't like doing hair in countries that like, don't speak the language. It's, it's very hard to connect. Yeah. They, you know, they have an interpreter for me and stuff, and I'm on stage. I'll say something. It's know, just too. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And plus, you want to be able to, like, figure out, like, what they want and stuff. And if there's, a, like, that language barrier. Yeah. It's well, you know, some of them want to hear my story. Yeah. And I'm on stage, and I'm like, one sentence. Are they really, like, saying exactly what I'm saying? Yeah. Is the audience connecting with me? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll say a joke. I think it's funny. The interpreter will say it, and no one laughs. I'm and like, you're okay. like, darn. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. You do know, do you hard. do you get like offers to like travel and stuff like that, and have to turn it down because of your schedule ever, or are you just always all about it and you just take every opportunity? I don't take every opportunity. Yeah. It's definitely got to be worth it and uh, work work with my schedule. Yeah, you know, it's got to make sense. Would you Would you ever send somebody from like your staff to kind of represent the brand, or do you feel like that's your job? It's coming soon. It's coming. Something soon. like that is is. Gonna like come. a second face, sort of, right? I don't know about a second face, but definitely like a. I don't know. It's gonna happen like sometime soon. Something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something That's like that. important. Yeah. To when you're not available to sort of go out there, they know like what, yeah. what it entails and stuff. Yeah. So yes, yeah. almost they're not there yet. <laughs> so, dude, on the topic of hobbies, what 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 do you like find yourself doing like when you're not like working? Other stuff that you're into. Yeah, so, damn, man, recently, I've just been so busy with work yeah. and uh, learning so much about business, you know, in my spare time. That's I a just, hobby in itself. <laughs> it is, yeah. it is, it is. And um, kind of just figuring out what's next, but definitely, like, I do a lot of shopping. 
<laughs> You're big in the fashion, right? Yeah, I do a lot of shopping when I'm like down, like I have downtime, which is really bad. Yeah. You know, really <laughs> it could bad. it could be like an easy way to, so to go through your money. Yeah. And it sucks. I just don't have much time anymore. I used to work on my cars, and yeah. now I just literally do not have the time, and it it sucks. It's sad. You know. Yeah. I miss it. I do miss it. But it's like a sacrifice, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And there will be a time when I'll get back into it. Yeah. You're really in the cars, of which you mentioned. Tell I us wrench. A little bit yeah, I wrench, that. man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. I'm a huge rotary head, yeah. which is like really rare around this area. Um, so like rotary, RX-7s? RX-7s are like my thing. That's like my real passion. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a dying breed, man. But I do want to get back into a rotary when everything settles down. How many cars do you have now? Just I just have, I have three now. Okay. I have um, a 1979 Toyota Cressida, nice. which is the first, the first sedan, like flagship sedan of Toyota sick looking and then i have a 1984 cressida with a lexus v8 swap nice. and then i my daily driver is a, a raptor a roush oh nice yeah roush raptor those are badass <laughs> I, I i was literally just shopping for a raptor and then like this roush one popped up i was like what the heck <laughs> and you know like when you're when you're looking for cars it will say like supercharged and you're like okay that's fake yeah the roush raptor is supercharged it's fast, <laughs> it's fast. yeah yeah and it's Probably been my one of my favorite daily drivers I've ever had. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah I don't cars are. Rid of it. Yeah, cars are super fun. I've I've met like a ton. Of, I mean, we were talking about cars earlier. Like, I've always, I've met like the coolest people. Oh, I'm sure, cars. man. You're you're like super into cars. So I'm sure you definitely. Yeah, I mean that's how of, I met like Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. badass. So, what came first, uh, fashion or hair for you? Fashion hair was last. Fashion hair was last. And yeah. and do you feel like the both kind of just like like merge you know, merge together, right? Yeah, yeah? definitely. That's awesome. Yeah, because um, I recently did a, a Kanye West model. Oh. And, like, that was huge. You know, she's his lead runway model. And Yeezy's, like, huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And so I was able to do her hair. We met. And, um, you know, I did her hair the past two times now That's for her awesome. touch-ups. Yeah. Was it was it just her, like, personal hair just for her? Or was it, like, for specifically for a show? Just for her. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a good connect to have, you yeah. know. Yeah. Have you ever done anybody's hair for like a music video or like? I did. I did a wig for Lil Kim. Oh no mm-hmm. way! Yeah, a wig. <laughs> do you do those if, often? If people don't know. She <laughs> she wears a wig sometimes. <laughs> That's badass, man. Yeah. So, dude, I have to ask, and I, I like laughed at myself for even putting this in there. But have you ever messed up like a pair of shoes or clothes like doing coloring? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> these are like the Fear of God Vans. Yeah. Go on stage. Boom! Right there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, dude. All the time. I try have, not to wear them. You try not to wear. Do you try not to wear like clothes? Yeah, I look, like, I look like garbage at work. You know what I mean? Like shorts, bleach stains, get shit all over my shoes. So it's impossible to kind of just be like decked out and just like. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, I I try to deck out when I'm not doing hair. Oh really? Yeah, because I, I go shopping a lot, but yeah. when I when I'm doing hair, I don't. I, I look like. So do you just wear shit. like? I'm sure you just wear like all black, right? Or no, no, I mean it's just whatever the hell I find on the floor or something. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. being dead honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, are there any, like, notable companies or people that you'd like to work with, like, that you haven't gotten a chance to? Man, I've been blessed to work with, you know. Everyone that you've wanted to work yeah, with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple people that I do want to collaborate with, but um, I've been pretty pretty lucky to, you know, have worked with the people I have. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's how I met my girlfriend. Yeah. I wanted to collaborate with her. <laughs> and you're like, Literally, like just collaborate, just professionally. Yeah. But it just, like, blossomed into something. That's cool. Yeah. And and you guys like obviously like collaborate now like professionally. Yeah, man. People are yeah. We we love, uh, you know, sharing the same passion. And companies have been booking us together 
because they want to see us on yeah. stage together. That's cool. So it's, it's been cool. That's awesome. And I'm sure you guys will go to like this behind the chair show together. And yeah, and which yeah. which is gonna be crazy because last year we weren't together, and this year we are now together. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. And is she a part of the show as well this year, or nominated? She might be. Or, she, she might be. She yeah. might be. Yeah, she might be a special guest on the short scuff stage. We'll see. That's awesome, man. Yeah. What do you feel has been your biggest accomplishment like today, like one personal and one like career? An accomplishment? Oh man, you know, like definitely the salon, but like things that really matter are like seeing a stylist really like come from nothing. Literally, like. And you take him under your wings, and yeah. And you know, I, I'm, I'm talking personal. Like, oh, okay. Being able to like move out of their house, like become like you know just like better at like finances and buying a car because they're making more money now moving out of their house moving to their own place things like that like that's like really that's awesome that's really big for me yeah, yeah. you've become like their mentor their like i try my best like, i try my best yeah that's cool man what about like uh what about like a like a career accomplishment what's been your biggest definitely just, you know like having staff in the company yeah and uh you know we're going through leasing right now for the LA location which uh -huh. is a really big move you know we haven't even been open a year yet but That's we have a lot huge. of traction in LA and I think that would be our flagship which will drive any other B scenes that will come yeah. under it yeah well, when does when do you see that like grand opening being around like probably this time wise. this time this time next year I think so because you know after that is like the build out and things like that yeah. I'd give it a good year That's awesome. Man. which is gonna be hard because you have the salons opening at the same time so you have to yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool so what's the process i know we talked a little bit about this before we we got on this but like uh what's the process been like is like finding a spot and you told me you were like working with like a real estate company and stuff too like just tell us a little bit about that yeah so i again lucky enough to have landed a really big broker cbre doing a really good job helping me find locations that are hot like hot spots and having someone like that they really have pull you know what i mean they come to the race, and it's like... That's huge. Damn. <laughs> you know, like, CBR just came into this, you know, with this B-Scene Studios, you know? It, so it's been interesting, and we really like unique locations. Like, right now, we're in a warehouse, four garage doors, and I think the one in L.A., it's, it's a 1950s, like, vintage Ooh, diner space. So it's got some it's personality a diner space. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, mezzanine, <laughs> stairways, and big open 4,000 square feet. But the front of it still has like that antique diner look. That's it's kind of that's cool. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. So you know, being painted like dark gray outside with the the signage, but it still has like a vintage feel. And I think that one is gonna be really cool. That's awesome, dude. I'm like super excited for you on that one. That's Me so too, cool. man. Me too. You know, I, I've never experienced having like a bi-coastal life. Yeah. Have an apartment in the West Coast, leasing a car, flying there. You know, it's it's kind of like it, you, it's gonna be like an interesting juggle. I'm it's kind of cool though. It's gonna be fun though. Yeah, like. Come home, drive my car, go home to LA, take my car. You know, it's like two yeah. different lives. That, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, dude, um, so one thing that I tried doing um, in my last interview was uh, I, I picked like I, I like I like when people have like really cool quotes or sayings like on their on their uh, social media page. So I was like I pulled this like quote that you mm -hmm. said, and I just kind of want you to read it just you because it, read like, it. yeah, it, like really stuck with me. Okay. And, and I feel like it, it really like represents like yeah, who, who reads you are. anymore, huh? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> All right. What started off as just an idea, a simple name to represent myself and my work, has become so much more to me than just a name. It reminds me of all the hard work and the struggle I endured at the very beginning of my career. 
the moments where I wanted to give up because I never knew what the end goal was and why I was even doing this. I'll never forget what it was like to be completely broke, not knowing if I had enough money to eat the next day because I had to go buy hair products for my clients. If you're an artist trying to make it, never give up on your dreams and goals, even though it feels like there's no profit or reason. Keep fighting and believing because the worst thing you can do is give up and throw away your dreams. That's super deep, man. Yeah, dude. dude that I didn't like, even know it was that deep. <laughs> Dang. Dude, that like, I almost teared up there. <laughs> dude, Jeez. <laughs> dude, that like really stuck with me, man. Like, just like in your own words, just like tell us what that like means, man. Like, I'm sure that's, it's just That's like, my career, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's basically it. That's huge, man. Yeah. Dude, like I, I was like, gotta have him read that and just sort of yeah. just like experience that myself, man. It's super cool, dude. Yeah. So, dude, I, I, I'm like, we're sort of nearing like towards the end of this, man. Yeah. Like, it's been cool. Like, do you, do you want to just like tell us just like real quickly, like what's your like vision for BC and like where do you see like the brand in like the next couple years? And where Man. would you where where would you like to see it? I would like I would like to to have you know uh, a couple more locations. You know I think it's super cool to have an escape for artists that are just bored and uninspired doing just normal type hair. So building an environment where they can come and create and kind of expand what we have going on in in Rockville here. You know. Yeah. So man. starting off with LA, you know already have in mind like you know number three but that's like far down there it's a secret <laughs> yeah it's a secret i don't know how f i mean we're going pretty fast we're moving really fast that's really fast yeah dude. yeah so is three like the magic number or do you do you want to just keep no, just man. no i don't know keep, we'll see we'll see i don't know ten hey <laughs> you it's a good number know, right? you yeah. never know but you know i i, I definitely want to be behind the chair as much as i can um i don't know how much longer it will last though okay you know <laughs> Oh, we have a guest. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, dude, uh, so... Oh, look, uh, we have... <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I think we have a special guest. <laughs> oh, no, dude, you're fine, man. So, dude, um, I know it's, it's very important, like, like, as an artist to always be, like, like uh, you know, like, in, 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 like, the know and everything, and I feel like you're, like, like really deep in the scene and you've gotten, like, a sort of, like, a lot of knowledge and wisdom from from like you know your mentors and everybody what's your like you know in, in, clo in closing what's your best advice for someone who's like looking to like starting out in the industry or someone who's even considering like like going out there and doing like what you're doing now oh man definitely be ready for the hustle and the grind um it's not for everyone but if you have that drive and passion, you can you can do anything you want, you know, and just stick with whatever it is you want to do, whether it be photography, videography, hair. You really just got to believe that it's going to work out. And, you know, it is harder now. Yeah, because if you don't believe in yourself, like no one else. Will. Exactly. No one else is going to push you to do it. You only have yourself. But practice your craft, be confident and again just you don't have to really have an end goal but just every single day that you're awake you want to be progressing yeah yeah that's huge man those yeah. are some good words yeah. <laughs> so dude i'm all out of questions this has been like super fun man do you have any like uh any closing thoughts or just shout outs before we like wrap this thing up i would definitely like you know shout out to my my amazing staff and team for always like backing me and supporting me you know allowing me to do what i do um, without them, none of this would be here, 
you know, and I always give back to my team because I couldn't do this alone, and I know that. And a lot of people fake like they did it by themselves. I definitely didn't do it by myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to them, and uh, yeah, this has been fun, man. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah dude. It's been cool. dude, thanks for doing this, man. No, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks this for, has been yeah. fun, man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, this has been Christian Loza with How It's Done Podcast uh, with Lynn Fan, a.k.a. B-Scene. Thanks, man. Thank you. Peace. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Thanks, Thank man. You, man. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah? <laughs> that was quick. It was, yeah. what? An hour? Good. Boom. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I was like an hour and a half. There's no way this guy's going to go an hour and a half. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah? Dude, thanks so much, man. Oh, you're welcome. That was badass. <gasps>